This week on This Galarian Life, the party must negotiate with Jay. I'll show her my tits. But it might not be so easy. She can't have a plus six charisma. No, but I keep throwing on advanced templates. You sneaky bitch. Either way it shakes out, today is the day. The battle should happen on the courtyard unless you guys fuck something up. Our final conflict is about to start. Man. I recommend we let Laurel be the bulwark very front. But who will win when the world comes crashing down? Just at that moment, the dragon burst out of the back of the building. Listen to find out. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to This Galarian Life for our 43rd installment. Now, a little later in this introduction, we're going to have a little bit of bonus content that we've recorded for you, uh, harkening back to our first couple episodes. So, uh, get ready for that. But in the meantime, I've got a little bit of housekeeping stuff to do. Uh, remember to like us, review us, rate us on iTunes and all of our social media platforms. It really does make a difference. Share us with a friend. Do all those kind of cool things. Episode episode 50 is fastly approaching. We've got a bunch of cool stuff planned for you all, so we want to have as many people as possible available to do it. So, that being said, here's your bonus content. Hello, I'm with uh, Jang the Druid today for a special interview to uh, talk a little bit about the story of Galarian and... Without Jang's input, we couldn't possibly tell the true story. So, Jang, thank you for being here. Oh, well, shucks. It's it's uh, good to be here. Um, I'm glad you, you invited me. Now, could you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you are, you know, the simple, the introduction. Well, my name is is Jang. No, no last name, of course. Uh, I'm currently a druid. I haven't always been, you know. As a child, I was just like, you know, child. Uh, hobgoblin by birth, but my education is more in the way of the Fangwood Cougar. You see, I was abandoned as a little girl, and these uh, family, uh, family of Cougar picked me up, taught me, and I, I tried for so long to learn to communicate with them, and that's probably where my druidic powers came to be, but eventually I learned... I learned their language, and while they were always taking care of me, I think that's when we really became a family. And my my sister travels with me, my sister Ruani. She's a Fangwood Cougar, like I fashioned myself to be. Well, that's a very, very fascinating story you don't often hear. A woman raised by animals and becomes a lieutenant in the Iron Fang Legion? Well, yeah, that's a, a funny story. See... My powers give me a certain, uh, a revelry of the forest and the Iron Fang. They come to me and, you know, noting my hobgoblinness. And they said, Jang, why don't you join up with us? We see you're very powerful. We see you're very strong. And you know this area. So, you join up with us. You work under one of our best generals, uh, who I later learned to be a dragon. Far be it from me to judge, but it's a bit strange, a general in a hobgoblin army being a dragon, but I digress. Anyway, yeah, they say this Fangwood is an important, uh, important hold to keep the Chernsonardo Rangers at bay. You see, it's a prominent army force in, in Nermathos, and if we could hold them, then the Iron Fang would basically be free to take over the rest of the countryside. So, you know, there was a lot in, in it for me. Money, safety, 
eventual freedom. So I, I took the deal. But of course things changed, didn't they? Once you started working more with the dragon. Oh, hell. First couple weeks is Barak, the black dragon. He, uh, he's a good boss, you know. Took over a couple forts real, real quick, like, uh, decimated the rangers. He put the hobgoblins in charge of uh, Fort Riston down south. Is a primary ranger fort, but I hear that the Fae took over. Uh, but as long as the rangers are out of the picture, I suppose we achieved our goals. A fort in under, I hear. He didn't even leave any hobgoblins behind. Yeah, he left some trolls there. They were having trouble taking out their frustration, so he just kind of let them roam free in Fort Nunder, of course. Um, leave the daughter of one of the troll patriarchs there in charge. Uh, she's a woman who fashions herself a bit of a wizard, uh, although all she ever did was use wands. Uh, I don't think she had any real innate magical powers, but she's the daughter of one of my good friends. Uh, his name is Partook. Yeah, Partook's always been good to me. And... Then you took over a fort, Trovani. That's, I hear, when the trouble began. Well, yeah. The fort, Fort Trovani was a, a important fort for us. Uh, it's the main fort of the Chernsonardo, and once we took it over, well, we took uh, all the Chernsonardo that were not killed prisoner and, you know, used them as foodstuffs for some of the more unsavory creatures we had around. Isabaric also, you know, enjoyed using them as playthings. He's a little demented, but, you know, sometimes that's what you want in a leader. Anyway, uh, that's when things started getting kind of strange. He, uh, flew off on a secret mission up north to the area of the Fangwood that's traditionally considered blighted. He was gone about three days, and he comes back and says, Jang, I don't need you out there fighting no more. We've we've done our duty. We've secured the forest. So in order to expand our mission, all I need you to do right now is make sure that these troops are safe to defend the fort. But more importantly, I need you to get me some herbs and some molds and all kinds of fancy forest stuff. And I'll take them up north and I'll continue our secret mission. That was a bit wild to me. It, it didn't make a lot of sense, but who am I to uh, disobey orders? So, you know, that's what I did. But then his disappearances became more and more frequent. Uh, there's folk in the camp who uh, began to distrust him. He's never around to protect him. And by the same accord, I feel they started to distrust me. Hell, I wasn't an actual Iron Fang. I just hired a gun. And the person I'm taking orders from is basically abandon the camp all the time. That doesn't seem like a good leadership, does it? No, not to me it don't. But, you know, I was safe. Ruani was safe. The hobgoblins were safe. Well, until until the outsiders showed up. Oh, yes, the uh, refugees of Fandar who we will perhaps profile at a later date. And I've profiled one of them before. Yep, they came into the fort and they started wreaking havoc, I imagine. Yeah! Havoc is one way to put it. Absolute slaughter of all of the other hobgoblins and creatures within the fort's another. But yeah, it's... They walk up to me one day, offer me a peace treaty after killing my bodyguards, and, you know, I seriously had to consider it. I think we have a clip of what what happened, and uh, you'll see it in the next several, several minutes. What came to be on the day that they offered me that peace accord. Well... Thank you uh, for uh, sitting in with us. Yeah, no problem. 
Anytime you need me, I'll be around. I ain't planning on going nowhere anytime soon. Uh, thank you, Jane. And we'll throw it back to uh, DM Derek. Damn, that got kind of meta. Presenting. Episode 43. Roll out the welcome dragon. If you guys want to go to bed sometime tonight, we're going to have to start. Oh, Derek's being serious, boys. We gotta... <laughs> so, real talk, we do have to come up with some witty line to convince this person to join us and not murder us. No, we have about, uh, I think... We're, I'll show her my tits. No, we basically come to the agreement, or about to, that we will perhaps work together and test the waters, and what happens afterwards happens afterwards. But I she ain't going to fully embrace us fighting the dragon without her. She's not joining us. She'll move towards neutral, but she won't move towards ally. You know, that's fair enough. But I feel like female presenting nipples should give us a plus two to the diplomacy check. But we'll see what happens. Agreed. But the entire fate of what goes on in the next couple episodes is all dependent on a single roll of the dice. Who wants to make this diplomacy check? I have a plus 10. Uh, I probably have a much higher, so let me look it up. Uh, I have a plus 13, so eat my ass. Okay. Uh, can I assist her? Yeah, and also, <clears throat> if I show some cleavage, will that really give me a plus two? Roleplay it, see how it plays out. What do you say to her? Well, uh, been talking to her about how the dragon's absolutely awful. Mm-hmm. What, what's your what's your final pitch? And anybody who wants to can jump on in. Gorgug speaks up as if perhaps he's using some type of bardic performance to enhance his oratorical abilities, also his allies' oratorical abilities, and says... Look, Jared, we've laid it out to you. You know as well as we do, the dragon will stab you in the back first chance they get. And you know damn well the Iron Fang won't be happy to let you live here. You're not an Iron Fang, and they will double-cross you. All they want is control, all they want is domination. If you won't listen to me, listen to... He looks up to his right. Listen to Cyrix and listen to C... Shut the fuck up, you guys. No, listen, listen to him. They'll never understand you, King. (laughs) There we go. Listen to Cyrix. She has perhaps some amount of wisdom in matters of the heart and diplomacy. Well, I've got nothing in wisdom. Oh, plus zero. I lean forward and I touch her on the arm, kind of make make that. Dale Carnegie physical connection well, that's with her. Good, that's good shit, that's good shit. Uh, she physically recoils. <laughs> Derek, don't put your own biases in the podcast. I, I, you know, I have my hand on her upper arm, making deep eye contact. Jang, again, using first name, Dale Carnegie connection. You seem like an independent woman and druid. Grogoog's right. They're gonna stab you in the back. And they're not in this for you. You need to be in this for you. And that means, at the very least, getting the hell out of Dodge and letting us take care of this place. Burn it to the ground. If you want to help, you can. But we're happy if you just break the tie and head off and do your own thing. That works for us, and I think that'll work best for you. And I kind of, like, lean in and show off some some neckline. I think that's our diplomacy check with a plus three bonus on top. Well, let's call it a minus two. How Whoa. dare you? Derek, You're just insane. mad that I used Del Carnegie. You, no, you have disadvantage. Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> go, go ahead and roll the check and I'll add whichever bonuses I decide to add. Don't forget that inspire competence is in play, Sam, so add a, just add your plus three. Okay. So, and Grogu, Grogu, go ahead and aid. Let me roll my uh, first, babe. So, 
You, well, you haven't... So, he has Inspired Competency, so that's a plus 3 to the 13. So I'm going to roll a 1d20 plus 16, and then whatever aid gets and... You auto-aid, though, right, Jeff? Yeah. So is that that's a plus, plus 18? Two. Okay. Let me make sure I know the DC. Woo! 31. Ooh, God, that's so fucking evasive, though. God damn. Yeah, I'll buy that metal siding for my house door-to-door salesman. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you I'm fuck good at me. this. I'll let you fuck me while my husband's at work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at this. Door-to-door bibles, you say. <laughs> <laughs> Does 31 beat the DC? And if you counted the little, little collarbone show, does a 33 beat the DC? So the for the per the diplomacy rules, she starts off as hostile, which is a twenty-five, plus the creature's charisma modifier, plus any other relevant bonuses. She can't have a plus six charisma. Well, Did you pass with charisma? No, but I keep throwing on advanced templates. Yeah, it's true. That's how Derek, you sneaky bitch. Oh, <laughs> William! Woo! The success conditions for diplomacy is if you succeed, the character's attitude towards you is improved by one step, going from hostile to unfriendly, unfriendly to indifferent, indifferent to friendly. For every five by which your check exceeds the DC, the character's attitude increases by one additional step. This is DC 24. Derek, does she really come at us as hostile, though? Because I feel like Hostile is, hostile is she combat. opens the door and throws a fucking fireball at me. Yeah, like, you just, like you just murdered ev- No, you just murdered everybody who she's been around for the past several weeks. Huh? We, we didn't murder the troll. Yeah, we didn't murder the troll. And we tried to diplomance the fuckers that tried to murder us. It was self-defense. Yeah, she's hostile. I'm not. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> Well, roll initiative. Let's put her in the fucking ground. So it's a DC, tw- it's a DC twenty-four, which means you succeed by seven. So she goes from hostile to indifferent. I don't know if I can trust you all, but I'm willing to uh, fight this one out. I, Dragon, Dragon ain't a good good guy. He, you probably rightly turn on me the second he can, but he needs me right now, which gives us a gives me a bit of leverage. So. Here's how this is going to work. You go back into the forest, wherever you came from. I'll turn into a bird or something. I'll watch for him to come back. Oh, it's been three days since he left. He usually comes back in three days, so it should be soon. You all strategize in the woods. I'll come get you. I'll, me and Ruani here will go in alone, draw him out of the tower, and then y'all ambush him. Now, what happens after that... I suppose we go our separate ways, unless you all try to stab me in the back like part of me feels like you're gonna. But those are the conditions. Is there any chance you get him to walk across the center of the courtyard at the crossroads? There's a fucking ballista down there, and Gorguk has not forgotten. Oh, it's a catapult. Oh, even better. We can load we we can load the rogue into it. Do any of you have knowledge engineering? I think that was a truckston skill that we lost. God! Damn that no, son of a... Uh, Offer some fucking tail. Knowledge engineering, I literally do. Plus nine. I'm on the right oh. shit, too. Did you, have did you make up this them? number? No, I didn't. It is actually on there. I did uh, not edit it. We didn't know they were broken. I understand. Okay, never mind. Trust me, I've not once in my life thought about knowledge engineering. <laughs> I did roll a 25, Derek. 
do with it what you will. Well, the uh, this catapult's uh, probably not your best option. Uh, we brought in an engineer a couple weeks ago, but he was kind of a piece of shit, so I, uh, I murdered him straight to death and fed him to a marrow crack that uh, Bargas you saw. Oh, look. It happens. I know. Yeah, so, so they're broken. Uh, probably take a couple a couple days to fix them, so I don't know if we have that time. And that's straight from the book, so. Fair enough. But as far as your initial point, I don't know if I can necessarily control where where he goes. I could try, but he's a he's a wild one. Ignore <laughs> the orc. Just bring out the dragon, and cool, we can cool. take care of this together. That sounds good. I'm all Ruani, and she uh, transforms into uh, an eagle, and she uh, sits on the her uh, panther or the the cougar's back, and they walk back out of the building. A bit extra, but okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, she got to be a bird to check out for the dragon. She was demonstrating that she has druid powers and impressive ones. At That's that. foreshadowing. Yeah, she's so the like, druid. What do you do, Ranger? You can't lay any traps, can you? I don't know no. if you can trust this lady. Shut the hell up. I just had to be quiet for the last, like, 20 minutes so I didn't say anything racist. <laughs> He's literally trembling. I haven't been able to talk. Ugh. So many... Wanted to say so many snippy things. We don't got no traps. We don't got no catapult. And I'm not even fully sure where this dragon's gonna go. So, our best course of action is probably to try to... Well, she said the strategy's in the woods. I don't know if she implied that she was gonna bring the dragon to the woods. No. She said, you guys go hang out in the woods, I'll come get you, and then she'll go in and draw him out of the tower, and then you go from there. So she'll be in the fort, and you guys will be perched wherever you think is best to assault. The battle should happen on the courtyard unless you guys fuck something up, or that's at least her her intention. Well, folks, I have, I have 18 rounds of our performance left, so I think we'll be, that'll be okay. How long do we have until he thinks he'll be back? Today. Sometime today. All right. Are any of the buildings in the courtyard uh, two-story? No, except for the tower. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that it's a black dragon and they can't just automatically light a building on fire with fire breath. At the same time, acid breath is still pretty fucking bad. But I believe this thing shoots in a line, which could help us in close quarters combat. It means stay. it, it can hit us at range. And don't line up for it, but shooting a line of acid is pretty good for what we need to do in close quarters. And it's, it gets that what once per day, three times per day. I don't know something. It's uh, got to recharge once every one four rounds. Yes. Oh god. Although your characters might not know that. And uh, hold on, we need to talk our strategy, what our players, can, what us as characters can do to either buff ourselves or nerf this thing. Ranger, you can pick him as a target, can't you? You can quarry it, right? You can quarry the dragon. Not yet. Yeah. Oh. Oh, we don't have that yet? Okay. It's like level 10. You got gravity buff, buddy? I do have gravity buff. I think it might be time. <laughs> yeah, I've been saving that thing. I haven't had a chance to really use it, but... I'm just looking over my spell list. Cyrix, it's very important that you keep lowering this thing's will save over and over again. Well, I can get it down to a negative four. Stare it right in the fucking soul. As for my main buffs, aside from, you know, being able to cast resistance on all of you, perhaps before the fight starts, which will last for a whole... Yeah... I don't know. Seven rounds. Do dragons have spells? Yeah. Oh, yes. Many spells. We'll spell like abilities. Do you think it's time to cast a mental block? Would mental block work on spell like abilities? What's the text say, I wonder? It does. Oh, yep. that would be good. Will it forget how to breathe fire? And by firing acid? 
Uh, loses all skill ranks, spells known, spells prepared, and activated feats, as well as extraordinary, supernatural, and spell-like abilities. Ooh. Is a breath weapon a spell-like ability? Or supernatural ability? Uh, I believe so. Just forgets how to breathe. I'm just making that up. Also, it has a plus 17 save, or a 17 save, based on the domineering trait, as well as I could probably cast Eagle Splendor on myself and make an even higher save. My main boss spell is clearly haste, right? That's going to pop off right as the fight starts. There's no question about that. But of course, I have other buffing things like mirror image. Unfortunately, my racism powers are for fey and goblins, not dragon. And let's well, not dragon's forget. like if a goblin and a fey had a baby and it was enormous, right? Right. No. And let's not forget our young friend Laurel. Have you seen his smite dragon ability? It's pretty fucking good. Oh, I yeah, should probably look could, at Laurel's If you can get that charge in. Yeah, if we get him in the, we can get him in melee with the dragon. He, the dragon's gonna be having a bad time. Nothing like doing some prep, kill the dragon. Also, remember the uh, the items that you all got at the the troll fortress. I was the troll fortress. What the shit you want about? Oh that? yeah, did we get? Yeah, what did we get from the troll fortress? Let me see here. You got a plus one adaptive composite longbow, four potions of remove fear, a minor ring of energy resistance, acid. Oh. And 10 plus 1 Dragon Bane Arrows. Yeah. Ooh, damn, that plus Gravity Bow, I'll be putting out some DPS. Uh, and we got this potion of Bark Skin. Who needs natural armor? How does that work? It's plus, I think it's probably plus 2 natural armor. It doesn't stack with other natural armor sources. I think I already have 2 natural armors. Do you have an amulet natural armor? Or do you? I, that's the thing that uh, my locket is, right, Gear Bear? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think for the purposes of uh, not wasting my uh dragon bane arrows i don't think i'll be doing rapid shot but i will mini shot can i put on the ring of acid or who's going to be fighting like directly i don't ever get hit that's my goal suggestions for the ring a ring of lesser energy resistance yeah it'd be a, a plus 10 dr on acid damage who wants energy resistance um i say we give it to the paladin yeah that's probably good uh, on spooky moral. sneaky lad Want it, Samuel? Sure. I put it on. <laughs> I, I put on the energy ring of double resistance. Okay, if you take acid damage, you take less ten less points of acid damage. That's pretty good. Uh, I realize that we have a fervor juice. We could give that to Laurel. So if it's the ferocity ability that creatures have, it means he can keep fighting below zero HP. So basically, he keeps fighting until he dies for real. Okay. Well, actually, I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it still dies once hit points negative score. Yeah, let's do that. He's 100% expendable. Yeah, yeah none of us can fuck about him. I'm just saying, his DPS also, is Also, he the really wants to die. Like, as long as he knows the dragon is dead, he can pass on to the afterlife happy. And then he can meet Jesus Christ of the Latter-day Saints, his true oh, lord. Got demonetized from that. <laughs> That's, oh, like, shit. one of the least edgy jokes I've Guys, made. we have a scroll of fly. Do we need a mobile ranger platform? I don't want to get engaged in melee with a fucking dragon. We'll fuck. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm really scared of that. I might... Well, first of all, how do you use a scroll like that? Because I don't have fly. Does anyone have fly to put it on me? You mean, is it bard, is it bard spell? It might be on the list. I don't know. Alchemist, Blood Ranger, Magus, Medium, Occultist, Psychic, Shaman, Sorcerer, Wizard, Spiritualist, Summoner, Witch. Darn. We got any of those? I don't think so, Bubba. Um, any uh, UMD? I got a little bit of use magic. Yeah, I, I don't know what I don't know what Fly does for us. 
I don't know what it does for us in this fight. I have a plus 8 UMD. Plus 9 UMD. I don't know what it does for us in this fight. Okay. Unless you guys think there's something. I mean, how many of you have the fly skill? Probably none. I'm not gonna lie, I have not been putting any points in the fly. Oh, god damn, there's a lesser extended meta magic round in this fucking bag? Okay, yeah. hold on. Guys, it's gonna be okay. So we're about to get 14 rounds of haste. When the fuck did we get that? A long time ago. It was a table like, that the trolls were using during their poker game. They didn't know what it was. Oh, yeah. How have we not been using that? God, we're dumb. Yeah, that's uh, what I've been thinking the whole uh, time. Actually, Derek, there's a question I have for you. Derek, fuck the, off. The mechanics of using rods. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you uh, that. No, I, this is real low. I don't think I don't think I can use a rod because I'm holding a shield. I'll use no, a rod. Yeah, you have to have a free hand. Yeah, I cannot use the rod. Yeah, you, you, I mean, you, you might be able to. You just have to. It just. What would it give me? It doubles the length. It doubles the duration of any spell of of like whatever third, level or below. Third level or lower. So all your options. You figure tactically. Tactically, let's look at the map. Where so where I've placed Jang and her cougar boy is where they're going to be. Where do you all want to enter from or be when the fight starts? In buildings isn't going to work because he's going to be there when you go in. I mean, I assume we want to come in from behind. This is the tower where he's at. I don't know if there's a behind. Well, like what I'm just saying is that we don't want to just come marching right in front of his fucking face. No foresight whatsoever. Right. So, I mean, you got three entrances. One that's right by the tower, two to the south. Any input, y'all? Um, what was, uh, what was her role in this? She was gonna, like, lure him out for us into the courtyard, and that's... And then she'll fight. And we're gonna have to not be here whenever the dragon is, like, arriving. And so we have to assault after the dragon's arrived. That was the plan. So, I assume the dragon's gonna be, like, coming down to her so I say our melee people should be, like, hiding the trees next to this bridge here so that they could rapid assault forward. Um, I should probably approach from either this bridge or this bridge. If I may um, strongly recommend, it might be, if we can do this, it would be very advantageous for Rogue to be already across the bridge in flanking position, invisible. So when this thing kicks off, oh, yeah, he can immediately start flanking. Could we have him, like, hiding in the well, invisible? I can't have been the worst thing Richard's done. Yeah, I think, of, I mean, he could be at the top. I think it's going to be a move action to get out of it, but... But if he's already invisible? I mean, it's still, he has to climb the well. Is that, like, going to be that big of a disadvantage? Not necessarily. Just something I mean, it is going to slow you down. Um, I think it would be a good idea to have Richard here, hiding here, invisible, so that that way we engage, and you'll hear, like, the our meleeers charging across the bridge, screaming blood and fury, and then he can pop up behind them and do some backstabbering. So I'm hiding behind that fountain in the courtyard there. No, you're the in well. the fountain. I'm yeah, in the fountain. Like, okay. You're in the well. Okay. Right at, I guess, right at the edge. Like you give her the uh, Return of the Jedi uh, nod before she starts. I mean, that works for me. And, then, and I recommend we let Laurel be the bulwark very front. So I say that we use Laurel as our uh, our flank for Richard, and then Grogu and Cyrix, you two need to work in tandem to get flanks off okay. for each other. And we should probably try and balance it that way. Meanwhile, my ass will be way over here 
alone, so that whenever the dragon realizes that I'm a threat, it'll fly over and just fucking kill me. You know what? How about I just wait over in the trees with the party and not split up and get ganked later? I can stand on the other side of the bridge and shoot just as well as stand all the way down here by myself alone. The only other question I have is, uh, is Laurel going to use that lifelink thing on anybody before y'all start? What does it take to activate it? Standard action. Well, uh, it would probably be best to use with a melee fighter. Uh, so either probably myself or the rogue. Well, which one of you doesn't want to die? Sorry, which one of you doesn't want to die? I'd say give it to the rogue since he probably has less HP than me. Okay. Laurel physically caresses Richard. Is that how magic works? I don't like this. That's exactly how magic works. Hey, I I ruffle through my pack and I, I toss a potion of full strength to the ranger and tell him to, uh, you know, hit a little bit harder than usual. Good. And I will I will also, at first note of the dragon, drink one myself. Everyone feeling good about this plan? Everyone understand? Any long-term buffs or whatnot that need to go on? Because this is about to pop off. Long-term uh, buffs? I, I can't think of any. Gravity bow. Does anyone need uh, any particular tricks? As soon as the fight starts. I only have... It's only good for seven rounds, so... Okay, that makes sense. Gravity bow lasts, like, per minute, so... What tricks do people want? Yeah, we should probably... Everyone who's going to be going into melee should probably get some kind of trick on them. Uh, what do you got? Uh, compel alacrity, astounding avoidance, shadow splinter, which you won't use, and false flanker. What's false flanker? It allows you to flank without actually having a flanker, so you should probably take it. I'll take that. I'll take alacrity. That's a swift action to activate, right? Uh, yes. And also, you guys can both have two inside of you. It's actually free action. Crazy. Yeah, free action. Whatever. Does the avoidance get us? Um, actually, I don't think astounding avoidance is that good. Um, the subject can avoid damage from magical and unusual attacks. The mesmerist can trigger the trick when the subject attempts a saving throw against an attacker spell that normally deals half damage on a successful save before the subject rolls a save. If the subject succeeds at her save, she takes no damage. If the mesmerist... Uh, no, we definitely want that against a dragon's breath. I'll take that and alacrity. Okay. How's your day, Dagger? Hey, Laurel. Yes, Gorku? While we're out there. Trying to get hit, would you? I laid my hand upon him and cast a spell. Titanic proportions! No, uh... Damn it! I, he, I was hoping you were going to forget that you had that one. He yeah. has been bestowed with the spell called Mirror Image. Oh, wow. Thanks so much, Gorkoog. This is going to be really helpful while I kill people on the battlefield. So, Sam, here's the way this actually works. Can I tell you how it actually works? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, range personal. Yeah, but we're with a hugging distance. That's very personal, Derek. Target you. Yeah, my I... friend. What? <laughs> hey, I Laurel. It too. Watch it this. It doesn't do anything. Hey, Laurel, watch this. And I catch it upon myself. And I'll roll a 1d4. Like a fuck. Idiot fucking idiot. So Eames is invisible in the well. He's got the uh, hit point thing on him. Cyrix, Grogu, Laurel, and Greg are all buffed up in the woods. Jang and her cougar buddy Ruani also have the book recommended buffs on them. And we're going to start. Pick uh, a dragon. Uh, Jang walks up across the bridge as Richard climbs up to the top of the well. And Ibzariak, you left us again. And all your people, all those that. You were supposed to watch and make sure we're safe have been killed. Consider this consider this a mutiny. Come out and face me. 
let me kill you like we should have when you first took over. And then you hear a loud buzzing sound. Anybody with a spellcraft or a knowledge arcana, go ahead and roll that for me. It's bees. It's bees. Son of a bitch. It's He was just a swarm of bees in a dragon costume this whole time. Jesus Christ. And he's got uh, a swarm of goblins in a dragon? Fuck you, I got man. a nine. Um, I need somebody to do better. Knowledge, spellcraft, or arcana? Yep. Um, I get a 10 on my knowledge arcana. Do you want me to try my spellcraft? Nope. Rolled very poorly. I mean, I can roll this. I don't have a good bonus. <laughs> I got an 8. Okay. Yeah, you don't know. I, I know it is bees. Wait, let me see if Laurel has it. He's got a plus 7 to arcana. Laurel knows about dragons. Guys, I got a 20! Laurel thinks that this is the sounds that would be made if an alarm spell was triggered and while you all are contemplating that, I need you to roll initiative. I rolled a 19. 22. I rolled a 14. So as you all are contemplating the alarm, three creatures rush out of the door on the tower. They are those they're like frilled lizards. And then out of the barracks three uh, Hobby Goblin scouts. What the fuck? And then, out of the back of the tower, rises Mighty Izzy Barak, um, who flies out the window around and probably gets there and he's about 70 feet in the air. That's his turn. So that puts it first in. First up in the order is Richard. Alright. Um. Move action to get out of that will. So yes, I will use that move action to get out of the well. Um, and then rather than take a shot and get rid of my invincibility, I'm just going to hold. Because I do not have enough range to attack anything. Nobody's like within five feet of me. Ruani's turn, the cougar. And she'll charge one of the lizards and try a bite attack. She misses the lizard's turn. The hobgoblins might be on our side, folks. The lizard will charge... The the lizard charges Ruani and makes an attack. That is a 19 on the die. It's not a lot of damage. Um, it, so when when this thing charges, its frills like go out and it gets on its hind legs and it does the the, the quick little run. Um, and that puts it at Gorgoop's turn. Let me move Gorgoop. 25. Well, this is gonna be a tough one. Um, I can't haste the entire party. I can't heist the three of us on the bridge plus myself or move across all the way across the bridge with a double move. And when you all get across, I can haste us. But I'm not staying on this bridge under any circumstance. So Gorgug will double move. Yep. And that should hopefully... Guys, remember, however you end up, try not to form a, a straight line from that dragon. Uh, Cyrix is true. Oh, and I begin my bark performance. I'm gonna double move. How? Isn't it a move action? You're uh no, you're right. I did use it's not a swift action yet. That's zoom. I'm so sorry. Okay. I double move. It is one of the lizard's turns. Okay, so this ridge tail is gonna charge at Jang. Attack and miss. But Jang's gonna make a will save. And that doesn't look great. Seven on the die. Well, she's through. So seeing the uh, the weird like 
puffed up frills of this thing. Uh, Jang is shaken for a round, and it is Greg's turn. Measuring real quick, but I'm probably just going to wind up double moving. Yep, just going to double move to the end of the bridge there. And uh, I guess that's my turn for right now. Uh, Laurel's turn. What's Laurel's speed? 20, because he's in heavy armor. He's going to move here. I'll get to the dragon eventually, guys. Let's see, it's Jang's turn. If you want to bust out that chain lightning, now's the time. Uh, she casts a spell, and these storm clouds start gathering overhead. And bolt of lightning... Well, she'll five foot step away from the thing. And then cast... Uh, a bolt of lightning comes down and strikes uh, the ridge tail lizard that's right above her lizard or her cougar friend. They get a reflex save, which they make, but they're still going to take some damage. Ooh, uh, it doesn't look happy with that. And it is Hobgoblin 3's turn. They'll move. Uh, pull out his bow. He's gonna take a shot at Jang, cause she she abandoned him. Uh, that hits. Mm, Jang takes some damage. It's the second one's turn, or it's the second Ridgetail's turn. The five foot step down, get in flanking position with the other one. Attack Ruani the cougar, and that misses. Uh, and then the other two hobgoblins move up. One's going to take a shot at Cyrix. One's going to take a shot at Gorgug. Uh, Cyrix, it's a 19. Yeah, that's going to hit. And then Gorgug, that's a 16. Uh, Cyrix take four damage. Oh no, I'm so damaged. Izibarek continues to climb in the air and he gets above the tower and then is just kind of like staring daggers at Jang. Uh, uh, Richard... All right. <clears throat> He's about 100 feet in the air now. So I can't really do shit against the dragon, but I can move here and activate my trick, which gives me the flank bonus. Uh, what's that called again? False flank? Okay, I'm going to do that on this lizard. Um, what does the flanking advantage give me again? Uh, plus two. Okay. So I'll be rolling. Uh, I'm going to... I can only single attack, right? You move or you take a five foot step? Well, I was too far away to take a five foot step. Okay, yeah. A single attack then. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you got plus two from your invisibility as well. Yes. And I'm going to Piranha Strike and I will use uh, the Hidden Strike as well. Okay. So, attack will be at a plus 14. Or, okay, 27 on the attack. Yeah, that hits. That's three. Uh, 29. That is a nasty hit. He's still up, but not super happy. Uh, uh, Cougar's turn. She's gonna full attack the one right above her. So that's a bite and two claws. So the bite misses. A claw, first claw hits. Claw misses. So Seven damage. Rip and tear, kitty cat. Rip and tear. And it's that one's turn. I'll take the attack of opportunity from the cougar and charge at Richard. Uh, hits on the bite attack, which is not great for me. Uh, nine damage. To me? No, to me. The cougar bit the thing that was running at you. Oh, okay. 
Um, but you're gonna... It's gonna try to bite you. 19? Um, my, my regular AC? I, I was still in the cougar. It's, a uh, 18. Then no. But go ahead and give me a will save. Uh, that's a 20. You're fine. Sweet. Go goog. Okay, so writing in action is a standard action, correct, Derek? So I could hypothetically move them ready. Yes. A couple things are about to happen. Morgug is going to move right here, and he's going to tell his party members to get a little bit closer, no more than 30 feet away from any two of them, so I can cast haste on all of us at once. The moment they do that, or whatever, yeah, the moment I get at least two people into the circle, more I can hit, I'm going to cast haste. And it's going to affect all of us, including the druid. Uh, Cyrix? I'm going to cast confusion over at those three scouts with the bows, where I've drawn a small pink dot on the map. DC 19 will save, and I'm staring at that one right there that I just pinged, the one on the far left. Okay, let's do his first. That's a 19 on the die. 23. And the two that you're not that will fail is 18. Is that DC 19? Yes. And I will move up slightly. Greg's turn. Aw, oh, yeah. Shuffle slightly to the side so that I am within 30 feet of Grogoog. And gods. I guess I'm going to have to shoot me a hobgoblin over there. Okay. They're well within my range. Grogu, did you start um, Bardic Performance yet? No, that's next round. Okay. Does a 22 hit um, Scout? One, two, or three. Um, I guess I'm shooting the one in the mid- middle there. So. Yeah, 22 hits. I'm assuming that's a Dragon Bane's arrow. No, Derek. It is a gravity bow, though. That's 19 damage. Okay. Unfortunately, I'm not haste and I moved, so that's all I can do right now. Okay, uh, Laurel. I'm gonna move over here and double move. Jang's turn. She's gonna step back. Uh, she turns herself into a dire lion. Oh, yeah. And then she calls down some more lightning on the one who's fighting her. Cooper, seven damage. The one that's not confused's turn drops his bow and charges with he charges Jang with the battle axe and misses she's alive now uh ridge back to gonna attack the cougar again that one hits and then it is hobgoblin 2's turn do you have the confusion chart rolled up for me I do. Uh, roll a 1d100. That's a 70. Uh, they're going to deal 1d8 points of damage plus strength modifier to themselves with the item in their hand. That's one That's one <laughs> hell of a bow slap. Uh, yeah, that's 8 points of damage. Cool. To number 2. And then the second one rolls an 11. Uh, he can behave normally for this round. He'll battle axe and charge up at Richard. No. That's a 29. That, uh, it hits. Uh, nine damage. Ibzariak rises more in the air. Uh, and that means it's Richard's turn. Um, I 
Is the, is the goblin standing directly in front of me, the one that I hit earlier, to that one five-foot step? Or not the goblin, the lizard? Yeah, it's the one that you hit. Okay. Um, I guess I will hit it again. Might as well double strike. And I'll be yeah. using my piranha strike. Less bonuses this time, so I believe I'm just operating at a... Grogu, you're still not chanting, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, 23 on the first attack. Uh, it hits. Uh, nine damage. 27 on the second. I assume that hits. Yes. And an 11 on the second. He ought to be dead. Yeah, he ought, but he ain't. Damn. I thought you said he was, like, crippled after that first attack. No, I said he didn't like it. Most things don't like getting hit with swords. He's close, though. All right. He's he's a bloody lizard boy. Uh, the... It's Ruani's turn. Uh, hits. Miss. Miss. The bite. The bite's for bad. That's what hit. That's max damage against her ridgetail. The one that you just hit's turn, Richard. It's gonna bite at you. That's gonna full attack. Uh, so... 26. Yes. 10. No. Um, 18. No. 9 damage. And... Grogug. Grogug slides his sassy ass 5 feet. And he spins around casting haste on, I believe, with my an extra 5 feet of range for every 2 caster levels. I should be able to hit literally every ally, including the, the cat. Yep. So you are all hasted. So remember how that works. Plus one attack, plus one AC, plus one in reflex, plus you get to make an extra uh, attack on a full attack. And he will also begin his bard performance, Inspire Courage, plus two attack, plus two damage, and also uh, bonuses versus fear effects. Uh, Cyrix. Um, I'm going to continue to stare at that boy with the pink line on him, and I will attack him twice since I'm hasted. 20? Uh, miss. 27. Hit. 31 damage. Shit. Crikey. Uh, he didn't like that. Oh, shit. Is he he actually like dead? that? No. He's still up, but it, it looked very painful. Like, it took out more than half of his hit points. <laughs> Lizard 3's turn. No. Uh, charge at Greg. Cyrix, you get an attack of opportunity if you want to take it. I will take it. 27. Uh, yeah, that hits. 12 damage. He's on his last legs, but he has enough room to make a final attack. 15. Uh, 23. Yeah, I have 22 currently, so that hits me. It's not too bad. Oh, 11 damage, max damage. And give me a will save. Will save, you said? Yes. Oof, not the best. I rolled 8 plus 7 for 15. You're alright. For now. Um, but it is Greg's turn. Well, I wanted to keep focusing hobgoblins, but this fucking lizard asshole wants to fucking tango. I'm gonna have to fight the step away. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm gonna fuck his shit up. Please note that the animal attacked me. Alright, here's the first shot. It is a mini shot. Okay. Just 26 at the lizard? Yep, and it's dead. Oh, you don't want me to roll 46 plus? Nope, it had four hit points. Alright. Sadly, the rules are, I believe, if you uh, do a full round attack with a ranged weapon, you can't really change targets. Otherwise, yeah, but happily, so we don't give a shit about the rules right now, so go ahead oh. and select that next target, <laughs> <coughs> we, we care about rules. We have to follow the rules. Do we? 
Yes, because if we don't follow the rules, Ooh. that means Derek William. doesn't have to follow. I gotta the change rules. my whole approach. And then William. Derek can Stop pull being shit so right goddamn lawful neutral. Okay, Derek uh, does that anyway, though. Yep, Laurel's turn. <laughs> well, but you I can guys. Climb out on it. I think I'm gonna move right here. Um, first, Richard, you're gonna heal for five points of damage. Yay! I was making fun of you there, if it wasn't clear. Yeah, I can't hear myself now. I rolled a 14, so I'm pretty sure that doesn't hit. That <coughs> misses. And I'm done. Okay. Jang's turn. She's gonna charge at the one you all are focusing on and dire lion attack. She's gonna bite. Um, that hits 18 damage. So Jang runs over as a lion, sinks her teeth deep into the body of this Papa Goblin that you all are fighting. Uh, he gets 18 damage uh, and it's dead. Okay. Tail 2 is going to full attack. Ruani hit. Missed. Ruani takes 9 damage. My hot goblin 2. Roll that d100. I love confusion. I killed a player with another player using it. 63. That should be the 1d8 plus 5. Yep. 8 One. damage. Cool, cool. Um, hot goblin 1 and hit. He's got to roll a 1d100. Unless you guys have attacked him already. I don't think you have, though. 81. He will attack the nearest creature. Uh, Jang's getting a battle axe. It is 29 to hit, which hits. Pretty ouchies. And she takes 11 points of damage. How's she looking? Uh, She's fine. I know druids aren't exactly pushovers, but... So... It's Izzy Zyrak's turn. I thought his name was Izzy Farik. Yeah, I don't, it's whatever. <laughs> well, Wait, his name is whatever. Oh, it's dragon. Barack Obama. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Hello? The joke of the podcast is I can't pronounce names, so it's different every time. As a GM, um, I understand that feeling. As someone who can't fucking read. So, Chiboy, Chiboy Dragon floating over the hill. Winks out of existence. Coward. Yeah, somebody give me a uh, spellcraft check. I counterspell the teleport. Somebody give me a spellcraft check. Eight. Nope. Spellcraft. The wayful. Not actually that good. 24. Laurel has a 10. 29. Grogug and Cyrix know that. No, Grogug and Laurel. Shh. Give me this. Well, how did Zerix get, or how'd you roll a plus ten? He rolled four That's more. That's what's listed on his sheet. No, it's a plus seven. Well, or we for, got oh, yeah, that, never mind. That was a spellcraft, not a knowledge arcana. Yeah, how dare um, you? I know Laurel better than you do. <laughs> um, so Laurel gets this uh, kind of like panicked look on his face, and or maybe you get it too, as you realize that that wasn't the dragon at all. That was a silent image. Just at that moment, the dragon burst out of the back of the building, flies, he's about 50 feet over all of you, and a coin drops out of his claw. That feather token, that son of a bitch, he's gonna grow a tree on my ass. Uh, where the, and this isn't technically how the spell works, but it's flavor. As the coin hits the ground, it does that thing where it bounces back and forth and then it comes to a settling, and the whole area where he dropped it is 
covered in darkness. I remember those coins. And that's the end of our broadcast week. Don't worry, guys. I have to spell magic. Lame. You fucking better. <laughs> How am I supposed to use ranged weapons when I can't see? How am I supposed to fucking attack? Cast the light spell, pricks. That's not how darkness works. Yeah, light beats darkness. I'm pretty sure. If, if it's a higher level spell, yes. That's true. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo.